0: Tens of thousands of people experience homelessness each year in Chicago, but most live in the shadows, their stories untold. Photographer Jeff Wolin wanted to change that. Four years ago, he partnered with the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless on a unique photo project. Wolin has since taken portraits of dozens of people in Chicago and Los Angeles and collected their stories. The goal is to put a name and a face to a community that's often overlooked and to dispel myths about homelessness. His book is called Faces of Homelessness and it's out in April. And tonight he's taking part in a virtual event along with people that he features in the book. Jeff Wolin joins us now. Welcome to Reset, Jeff.
1: Oh, pleasure to be here, Sasha.
0: Also here is Melody Serna. She is the executive director of the American Indian Center of Chicago. She's also one of the people whose story and portrait is featured in Jeff's work. Happy to have you, Melody.
2: Hi, nice to meet you.
0: Jeff, tell us about the initial idea for this project. Why did you want to pursue this?
1: Well, um, I moved. I, I, I taught at Indiana University down in Bloomington uh, for for years and years and years. And when I retired. I decided to move up to Chicago. Uh, I had a lot of professional connections here, uh, personal and professional connections. My gallery, Catherine Edelman Gallery, is here. And in fact, there's a show of this work uh, currently up through the 15th of February. Uh, I've worked with museums. Uh, I've had shows at the Art Institute of Chicago and the Museum of Contemporary Photography. And I love the city. You know, over the decades that I've been coming up to visit, I love the city. So I decided to move here. And I wanted to live downtown because I wanted to really experience all that this world class city has to offer the food, the culture, the people, it's just, you know, the architectural history. So I moved downtown. And as I would walk around, I love to walk, uh, I would notice um, people on the street, living on the street. And it. Uh, I was curious. I, I've, I've worked in the past with, uh, with groups of people that have experienced trauma, Holocaust uh, uh, survivors, Vietnam War veteran, veterans from all sides. I went to Vietnam to photograph the other side and so uh trauma and uh struggle have been interesting uh elements of my work for mm-hmm. for quite some time so uh there are these people on the street, and like most people, I think that they have they're drug addicts they're uh mentally ill. What can I do to alleviate their suffering? I could give them money, I suppose, and and at the same time, I was uh, I, having moved up here. I was ready to do my Chicago project, you know, to do something about my life here in this new city, uh, new city for me living here, and so um, I, you know, thought, well, I could do something with homelessness, but what? Because I I could have photographed people, you know, uh, sprawled on heating grates, but that's not who I am, and that's right. not what I do. So instead, um, I. Decided to contact. I I had already figured out that there were agencies, organizations, not for profits here in the city that were doing great work, and I wanted to get more involved with them. I I learned that Chicago Coalition for the Homeless is a fabulous organization that does great work, and so I uh, contacted them. I had just had a a book uh, out from uh, Kara Verlag on people living in a housing project in Bloomington taken over a 30-year period of time, and uh, the show was at the Loyola University Museum of Art. The book had come out, so I approached Doug Schenkelberg at the uh, Chicago Coalition for the Homeless. And I showed him, you know, I, I, well, I gave him links to the show Mm -hmm. and I said, could, could I meet with you? I I'd love to, um, you know, find out more about homelessness and what I could do as a photographer. Maybe we could partner. You could use my pictures and I could use your expertise. And Doug called a meeting of his staff and I went in and I showed them my book and surprisingly to me, they said, sure, we can help you. And so that that was four years ago, and I've been working with them ever since. Wow. And and they schooled me. They taught me about homelessness, and I, I knew nothing really about it. Like most people, I thought that all, all homeless were mentally ill and drug addicts, and that's not true at all. But they're taking vast- these
0: portraits, you've gotten to see a different side of things. Yeah, uh, most homeless are invisible.
1: They live doubled up with friends or family, they're in shelters. You know, the main drivers of homelessness are actually medical emergencies, job loss, fleeing domestic violence, death of a spouse or a parent, veterans with untreated post-traumatic stress disorder, teens coming out as gay, foreclosure, lack of affordable housing. All these things are are drivers of homelessness and many of the people who uh, experience this they're not the ones you know many of them are not the ones on the street yeah. and and so you know they they're they're living with family and friends and so on and and so uh, I learned that from CCH and I learned yeah. about the work they were doing well, and they let's introduced hear from, me to their group
0: yeah. yeah well let's hear from melody it's a good time to bring you into the conversation can you talk to us about your experience melody with with homelessness
2: um sure i, I mean i <laughs> Um, I guess for me, you know, part of my story um, is exactly that, right? i a veteran that struggles with PTSD. Um, I've also struggled um, with domestic violence. Um, I have, well, they're not so small now, but, you know, at the time I had small children with special needs, and really, I I think, you know, it's it's job loss, it's, you know, mental health, it's um, all of these things, and I... I think for me in my situation, personally, um, the struggle was always to be a good mom. And mm-hmm. to be a good mom, you know, you can't tell people you're doubled up or, you know, you're living in a one-bedroom with three kids or, you know, um, you know, you're behind on your rent so bad or, you know, any of those things. And um, our most recent bout with homelessness um, was three years ago. It was 2019, and um, it was just really a bad real estate deal um, for a condominium that I lived in that mm-hmm. had gone wrong. And I used all of our money on an attorney, and lost a case. And um, my yeah. son was down at the Special Olympic Summer Games down in uh, Bloomington, normal, and you know we were evicted mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle of my kid's school day, and um, I was actually on a work trip. I wasn't at home, and. Um, I came home to no home. My kids came home to no home. And um, it became hard. You know, I was in the PCFC clinic at the VA. Um, I couldn't find help through there, right? There's a lot of, and I think there's this misnomer and misconception too about all the hurdles that we have to jump when you are homeless mm -hmm. or you're facing homelessness or that's coming. So it's not just, you know, sometimes being doubled up is just, the alternative of what happens, right? It's, it's that last-ditch effort of hopefully somebody loves or can support you enough to where they're taking on that. Or, But people don't understand. I yeah. mean, it's hard. Shelters fill up fast. Shelters aren't safe for small children. Um, you know, the amount of violence that happens at shelters, um, sexual assault, um, you wow. know, physical yeah. abuse, those things are happening. You know, as a single parent, you have to do what's really necessary. And um, I think I've done that. I, I think I've navigated fairly well. I think most yeah. people didn't even know I was homeless. Well, Melody, you know, I, I, yeah.
0: I wonder how you felt then when a, a photographer approaches you for, for a project like this. How did you feel so actually, initially?
2: I, I, I got into this project. Jeffrey actually didn't reach out to me. Okay. Um, I, um, I was actually approached. I, I was at an event. Um, for Native Veterans, and I was meeting with uh, another Veteran, and uh, there was somebody from one of Jeff's colleagues happened to be at the event. She introduced herself to me, and um, we were kind of talking about um, my story, my recent bout with homelessness at that time, and um, how I was trying to navigate that process, you know, looking for work, and, you know, what can I do, and just like she came to me with uh, Jeff's work, and she said, I think you should absolutely tell your story. Mm-hmm. I think your story is important. And so she kind of hooked Jeff and I up, and um, it's funny. I, I Somebody just asked me recently what I felt about it, and I said, I think when I initially tried to do this project, or, you know, I, I offered to do this project with Jeff, um, I come from a family of, like, we do community service, right? Mm-hmm. Military service, community service. So anytime I can share, um, and it helps someone, it's always been something I've done. Nice. Um, So I I thought that's what I wanted to do, and so I did that, um, just wholeheartedly and freely. Um, And Jeff was very good about the interview and just meeting and really talking about the project. And I said, "Well, if I can help one person, that would be great." Um, Not knowing that, you know, two years later I would be sitting in the position I am now, and now my full story. Um, that I haven't really told to more than a handful of people in my entire life um, is out in the public. It'll be out and in so, the public, yeah. You know, so there, there's the other, you know, that's the caveat. But, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I still would. I, I, I think, for me, telling my story is real. It's it's real, and it's accurate to anyone living out there that's ever faced this. Well, and that there is a happy ending at some point, Um. And even if that happy ending isn't the job that I have, but it's you know you're a waitress or you know you're a stock person or whatever that happy end is for someone you know there there are choices and there are other means and i just I just wanted to be able to help and that's kind of the work I do now um where I work as a nonprofit We right. do a lot of social services here too, so that's fantastic um,
0: well uh Jeff, we're almost out of time, but I wonder what you hope. People will take away from this book.
1: Well, first thing I would just like to say, Melody in my book is a hero. <laughs> Here's the last line in her in her interview in the in the, in the show and the book. Being homeless doesn't define me; surviving it does. And of course, now she's the executive director of the American Indian Center. She has a, an important position and and helps people across the country. Mm-hmm. And I just admire I just admire her so much. What do I want people to to take away? Well. That their uh, preconceived notions, uh, their stereotypes of homeless, of all homeless, as, as mentally ill and, and drug addicted is wrong. And that if we're going to solve this problem, which we have to, we can't just leave people, yeah. you know, to fend for themselves. We need to have not one solution. There's no one solution. Well, we'll just build more, a lot, lot more apartments. Well, we need to do that. Yeah, but that's not going to solve the person who does, who is on the street and has drug addiction and mental health. They need intervention. They need yeah. help. Whereas somebody like Melody, she just needed a roof overhead for her and her kids, and time to, you know, get a get a the job that she has. So um, there are different solutions. There's no one one size fits all. Yeah. And I want them to realize that that most hom- most homeless are invisible. They're not the ones on the street. That's a, although that is a very big and important segment and the most visible. Right. But the invisible are are the larger segment and need our help.
0: We'll have to leave it there. Jeff Woolen is a photographer and the author of the forthcoming book, Faces of Homelessness. That's out April 5th. Melody Serna is the executive director of the American Indian Center of Chicago. Thank you both so much. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.